It's time for the Other Three Amigos podcast. Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins and Declan McCormack. Find us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram. Support the pod on Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Totap. Other Three Amigos podcast. Your unofficial Cork City FC podcast. Episode 2 of the new season, which is actually episode 108 of the Other Three Amigos podcast, your unofficial, totally unofficial Cork City FC podcast. In this episode, pronunciation covered heavily. Producer Dan is back with the owl question that we asked him last week and a little fitness workout. Tunde gets his own jingle. We chat about the latest transfers from our academy. Is it enough? And what can we do? And we're wishing him the best of luck. New signing from Sweden. We're joined by Cork City owner Dermot Usher for a chat just to see where everything is. Uh, and also, will he join the Corner Boys for a night out? Uh, much more as well. Welcome along to you. Episode 108 of Tota. Season 3, Episode 2 of the Other Three Amigos podcast is here. Uh, thank you so much for all the retweets and the mentions that you did last week. Uh, and of course, the people that just harshly criticised uh, myself for my mispronunciation of certain words. Um, we're not all perfect, okay? Um, a few issues with a few words last week. And mother of Jesus, you'd, you'd swear I was after hatching off someone's head with a, with a blunt spoon. Anyway, producer Dan is back. Uh, Dan, hello to you. Well, how are we getting on? Dan, you've become a bit of a famous celeb hero. Uh, someone set up their, uh, a thread for you yeah. uh, on the CCFC forums. There was no need, really. There was no need. I'm not producer as much. Uh, professional victim. That's um, right. That's right. I'm discovering. Am. Yeah. So Dan is back. He's uh, he's in training at the moment. So look, we we will try and get him involved a bit more today. And um, this is we will have Dermot Usher uh, on with us uh, very soon. So we're going to try and get through things as much as possible. Good evening to you, Declan McCormack. Mr. Shreenan, how are you, sir? Are you in a car, Declan? No, I'm not in a car. It looks like it looks like you're in a car. And does it like a bag just in the window? It does look like it looks like you're in a car. He's got a smug look on his face. He's got a smug look. It's Wayne Mullins, everybody. Evening, lads. How are we? Uh, okay, um, no sponsors yet. We've not, we're not proud sponsors of anyone yet. Um, Patreon, if you're on Patreon, have a listen to the Toe Tap Guide to Bows, uh, which will be released to the general, the great unwashed uh, soon. Uh, we'll release that one as well to the, the normal people uh, who haven't decided to tri- contribute two euros per month. Declan or Stephen of the Week, this is yours. Who are we going with? It's, I mean, there's not just, just, there's, there's no League of Ireland stuff happening, like, so. Do we extend it? And we never talk about the Premiership, but I mean, could we give it to Fabinho for trying to destroy? No, Irish no, no. Would you like to bring it to the forums? Possibly it has going forward. No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. that's okay. Uh, right, so we've no Stephen of the week. Forums. Okay, that's fine. Great. Listen, Declan. Can I just say that was a fantastic new section that you had week one and you didn't, you weren't able to do it. Well, well done, Declan. Well done. No, so we've no Stephen's week. Young players go free. Never a cent for Cork City. Uh, right. Okay. Um, okay. So, bit of transfer news. It looks uh, so. It was announced that Kennedy Amici had signed for Kerry FC. Uh, Kennedy Amici. He's been a big prospect the last couple of um, last couple of months. I think he played a couple of first team uh, last season. He did um, he did play with Mallow and then moved to Treaty and came out to Car City. Uh, yeah, um, I was disappointed actually when I saw this. Is do we know if this is a loan or is it a permanent signing? Have we just lost out on a prospect with Kennedy Amici? 
There's no mention of like, a loan. Uh, so Kerry, you're saying they're signed for 2023. So, so Kerry have said, it, it, yeah, it, it does not mention of a loan. So it does look like. Uh, he has gone to Kerry. Um, Marco Mani moved to Brighton this week, and we're not too sure. Um, it's an undisclosed fee. Uh, Declan, do you have any more rumours or, or thoughts or what you've heard about this this transfer? No, I mean it is what it is. You know, it's. It, I don't know how much we've got. The the the, the numbers say about seventy grand, which is an absolute joke of a fee in terms of. An international player, regular goal scorer at international level, and it's just I've spent a lot of time in the off season thinking about how many players we've sent to England over the last couple of years, and how much money we have accrued from those sales, and it's just a joke. I mean, we're getting—I was going to say we're getting screwed, but I, I'm starting to believe we're screwing ourselves because. We can blame agents and we can blame foreign clubs and we can even blame players if we want to. But the only constant, the only ever present is Cork City Football Club. And we keep getting screwed. So when there's only one constant, then we have to start looking at ourselves and how we do things and what we do. A a few years ago, we were laughing at Shamrock Rovers, the project, the whole thing. Now, I understand they've got a, a big owner, but... They've really shown the way of not being shafted as a, an Irish club. Um, Wayne, Marco Manny, yeah, the, the the figures that have been thrown around are 50,000, 70,000. You can forget about sell-ons, lads. You can forget about sell-ons. Let's go back to the history of Irish clubs making money from a sell-on. Matt Doherty. Isn't he the only player that a team has ever got? Gavin Bazuna. Sorry, Gavin Bazuna as well. Uh, yeah, so... Within the last, we say, 15 years, there's been two players who have, um, clubs have uh, gained money from a sell-on. So, like, we have to stop looking at sell-ons and add-ons. And I know Bazuno was a was a massive one. And Matt Doherty, I don't think, I don't think Bowes ever expected him to go. I think he was quite settled. At, at, and then out of nowhere, uh, Spurs came in and bought him. But Wayne, your thoughts on the whole Marco Manny thing? See, the problem is we can't do much if... There's a there's a, a clause in the contract, you know, like there could be a fifty grand, sixty grand, seventy grand, and once that's inserted into it, you can't do much. So maybe the only way, it's like Sean McGuire, the only way to resign him was to have a minimum requirement sell on. So there's not much we can do. Like, but, but if he has fifty grand in it, what what, what can we do? Why? So these players are refusing to sign contracts unless there's a sell-on clause. But, but, but Marco Mani was yeah, out of contract. I, I Marco Mani was out of contract anyway. But players like Umano or anyone who's gone for cheap, if you have a 50 grand fee in there, it's not what you can do. But a hundred grand, we say. Like... Well, if you get a hundred grand, but, great. But they're not putting a hundred grand but in. why are we putting in 50 grand and, uh, you know, and that? Like, because they'll go somewhere else. You think they'll go to a different... Uh, De- Declan? They won't going forward, I think, because they can see we're the only show in Munster now. All our players are going. So the more that go, the more I want to sign, the better chance we have of saying, no, no, not 50. We're doing 80. We're doing 100. If you don't want to, go to Limerick and see what happens. Or come to us with a proven track record of selling you to the UK. But we want to put 100 grand in, and that's it. And every year it gets higher and higher and higher until it's half a million. Or they can go to Waterford and hope for the best. Well, Waterford have the the link in the fleet. But Declan, you're gonna you're gonna come in again. I don't I don't understand why we're giving kids 
50 and 100,000 euro get out clauses. Screw that. If they want to go, leave them off. And like, they don't all go. I mean, I don't want to. Like, there's. Franco Umo is off this Crystal Palace. By the time this pod comes out, hopefully it'll be public news. So we're not breaking any um, confidences or anything else. But Franco Umo is off the Crystal Palace. Great move for the kid. Everybody wishes him the very best. But Cork City didn't want to give him a contract by all accounts last year. And Kearney and Dan Murray had to beg. And Forrest were saying, we don't have the money and we don't have this and we don't have that. And the lads in the academy had to beg to give that young fella a contract. And then he was given a minimum contract and, you know, there's no clauses and everything else in this nonsense, you know? So, as I said, we, we have to start looking inwards. We have to start looking at ourselves and how we conduct our business. And until we identify that the real assets in this club are the academy players and that... In League of Ireland, it's not like the Premier League in England or, or those big leagues in Europe where the first team are the ones who make money and it trickles down through the rest of the club. The League of Ireland is different. I fully believe now that the academies within the League of Ireland are the ones who are going to make money and that money will flow upwards instead of flowing downwards like it does in most leagues in Europe. Okay. Um, Dan... You look like you are going to commentate on a GAA match. Just to let you know that Dan is wearing Cork GAA gear. He's standing up. It looks like he's... As a, Did you get any more information as our, as our kind of guy to get all the information? Did I get any information about your guy to get information? Yeah, no, how, did you? I mean, you're supposed to be getting all the figures. What Mark, information? Well, well, how much did Marco Manny go for? What, what flight airline did he go with? How many bags did he try to check in? Who went know, to them? Apparently, apparently I'm Greg anyway, so I'm not in the circle yet. You're not in the circle of trust, is it? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> not yet. Not yet. And if you keep wearing those GA tops and a soccer podcast, you won't be in the trust either. Dan, how was your week, by the way? Not so bad, lad. Not so bad. Okay. Why are you yeah. standing up? The... Well, this is... Are you, I have a question. I have yeah. a question. Did you find out how many owls live in Ireland close to nearest town? 980. <laughs> Where did you get that information from? Right. There was a survey, uh, a proper survey, I think, done by Photo Wildlife Park. And uh, they reckoned <laughs> that there was 400 to 500 breeding pairs. So I said, that's 450 breeding pairs. So obviously. You know, two so double that is nine hundred, and and it, so I was only have two kids, is it? <laughs> or one, or it's like China, one kid each, <laughs> possibly, possibly. <laughs> uh, <laughs> okay, thanks, thanks for that, Dan. That's great. Thanks for the input. Thanks, 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 good job, thanks Dan. Um, I would just go through a few other bits and pieces as well. The women's were playing on Wex- in Wexford. They were playing Wexford even on Saturday in Yall. 2pm, uh, they lost 3-2. Manfrey and Singleton with the goals. Uh, there was 26 players in the match squad, which is quite big. Uh, they will play Rovers in Charleville at 2pm next Saturday. We've made a new signing today. Kevin Kostovic is a Swedish wingback uh, and centre mid. 22 years old, all known from Danish Superliga side. Vajja Bold Club. <laughs> Uh, according to the transfer market, the loan spell will last until November 30th of this year. 
very quickly before we're joined by uh, Dermot. He's just joined us now, Dermot Usher. So we, we'll just go through this. Wayne, the FM guide to Kustovic. Yeah, he, he looks decent. Um, six foot two. Looks kind of has good uh, physical agility, bravery, pace. Has, has it, it all. And I think... Um, R- valued at one point. And there's no harm. On football the, manager. Do you know what? A Kevin Kustovic, Chustovic, how are you pronounce it? Sounds way better than a Kevin O'Connor. It does. It's more kind of... <laughs> It's more romantic, do you know what I mean? It's more kind of, mm, yeah, you know. Okay. You can see the name on the back of someone's jersey. Yeah. Okay, okay. Kustovic, Kustovic. But I, I think, like, according to his positions, he can play centre mid, he can play right back, he can play left back, he can play maybe further up the pitch as well. So he's kind of a jack of all trades going by the scouting system on a football manager. Right, which is used by Jose Mourinho, by the way. Just it put is. it there. Um, it is Monday evening here. Uh, this will be released on Wednesday or Thursday, I'm not too sure. We are joined by... Dermot Usher is here, everybody. Thanks for joining us, Dermot. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thanks, guys. How we spoke you? back in November, I think. Was it November? October? November. You were very happy. Are you still have that? Is the happiness still with you, Dermot, after your first couple of months owning the club? I, I actually said to a number of people, anybody who asked me after Christmas, after I spent a bit of time down the club, and I've been down pretty much for every week, for two to three days every week uh, since, the, since the vote, um, that I was happier since okay, the vote than okay. I was before the vote. You are the only person so, to become fun. happier while involved with Cork City, because normally it's uh, it's a steady decline for most people's lives. But um, no, that's, that's good. That's good. That's good. Well done. Uh, okay. I suppose the first thing's first. How have things been going? Um, we obviously have loads of questions here for you that have come in, uh, but let you, you you can let us know how things have been uh, since you since you came in and uh, where where you are and where you might like to be or where you where you're not. You know, where, where, the floor is yours, Mister Usher. Yeah, no, look, things are things are good. It, look for me, it's a it's a real <coughs> fact finding mission for the last probably few, number of weeks. Uh, I'm trying to get around to meet as many people as I can, um, people that have contacted me. You know, message me on Twitter, Instagram, whatever, and I've made time to meet some people, meeting sponsors, um, trying to work out strategies, spend a bit of time with Colin, Aina, you know, Paul DC, all the, you know, Erica, all the people that are in the club, getting to know everybody. So that's really what's been going on for the last little while. And I'm still in the middle of that phase. There's still a little bit of, good few people are still need to meet just yet. Yeah, but then we're, uh, but look, looking forward yeah, to Yeah, we did notice that you met the exiles. Two yeah. points between nine of you. What's going on there? Oh, yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> the um, the corner boys <coughs> would also like to know: Would you meet up with them for? Um, uh, to, I'm not anybody. too sure if you should. To be honest, um, some people have gone missing on okay. the corner boys and not resurfaced for many, many months. <laughs> um, okay, so have you over, have you taken it over officially, or if not, um, when's that likely to happen? Um, it'll be it'll be happening. I I'd hope very very shortly. Yeah, it's not the deal isn't over the line just yet. There's a you know still a bit, a bit of due diligence going on, um, but I'd expect quite shortly. Okay, yeah. okay. Did you ever hear of um? Did you ever hear of Michael Knighton, Dermot? <laughs> Michael Knighton, the name rings a bell. He was, he was a guy. Was he something to do with Carlisle? Was yeah, he, he in. Late 80s. I was reading. I'm reading Roddy Collins' book at the moment. Actually, and I was on that chapter today. He was talking about him. It's interesting because he bought United for 20 million in the 80s. He landed a pitch and he did a few yeah. solos and he never had the money to buy in the first place. It never happened. And he walked away. And I'm kind of wondering, <laughs> could you walk away? No, like, could you walk away? Anybody could walk away, but that's not the... I've committed 
a substantial and underwritten all players that have been signed this year to back to Forest. So it's a very, very unlikely that that's going to happen. The due diligence, though, I mean, that's taking a bit of time. Is there any legacy issues or anything like that? that no, no that's, that's like that. normal just... due diligence takes time. So that's that's down to me crossing my T's, dotting my eyes. So, um, so I've already been through two of the process before. So what it's do you see? So there's, there's been a couple of uh, signings, but what what's the biggest job ahead for you for the new season? What's the next? What's the biggest thing uh, that you're going to be looking at? I think there's a number of jobs. I think the first one is from a, from the fan supporters' point of view, you know, to make sure that we're we're offering a product that you know that. Um, people want to come and see that the surroundings that they're going to be in um, and the atmosphere that we're trying to create around match nights is going to be something that they're going to want to come back to um, irrespective of almost how the, pitch, the, the the team is doing on the pitch. Obviously, you know, there's a, there's a serious budget there for, you know, for, for us to hopefully to compete, but, but the whole facilities piece. So um, there's, I, I already tweeted out some stuff there a couple of weeks ago of things that are, are going to happen. So the scoreboard is ordered. I haven't, uh, I haven't spoken to the guy since I ordered, so I need to follow him up. The sound system is booked um, for every match uh, during the season. The toilets thing is going to be done. All the sanctuaries and stock ready for that. My biggest issue, I cannot get plumbers and plasters. That's my biggest issue. So I, if there's any plumbing contractors, any plastering contractors out there that want some work, talk to me. Make contact with the club because that's what that's what's stopping you pay me from under the table, on. like, or does it have to? Okay, I know if you <laughs> no. <laughs> I go to bed at night and I can sleep straight, and that's the way I want to live um, my life. Thanks. The director of football. Look, we'll go straight in here because I mean this was a big one. This is one of your key points when you went when the vote was going on was that we were going to have a, a director of football. Obviously, things haven't gone the way you wanted them to go. Um, so do you know what's going on with the director of football? There's nothing because going on. Because we've none. Uh, you've no plans to bring someone in or? There will be at some stage, but right now, no. I think for me, I'm using this opportunity to get get my feet under the table and get to understand Colin and get close to Colin and understand how everything works. Uh, with a view then to making some decisions towards the end of okay, the year. Okay, okay, Um Declan? Yeah, look, look, that's a big turnaround. So can I just ask about what has made you turn around from wanting a director of football to now saying, no, I'm going to take a step back and build a relationship with Colin and not worry about a director of football, maybe probably until next season. Yeah, and again, that's down to me, I suppose. We've made some really good contacts, uh, we feel, abroad. Um, and we've decided to take in a number of players and there's still a couple more players to come in. Um, and I've decided to put that budget for the director of football into playing budget. Okay, okay. Wayne? Do, do you dislike Pat Flynn as much as we do? No. <laughs> no, Pat's one of my best mates, best pals. So, no, there's no issue I'd there. I'd like to go through sponsorship with you um, because... It's yeah. a, it, it's something that we we kind of picked up on. We 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 received um, the sponsorship for for this season. Um, now I suppose when we were in the Premier Division and the club was relegated down, there was no change in sponsorship prices for players' jerseys or anything like that. This season yeah. sees a, a ninety five euro increase in the price of a sponsorship for a man's jersey. Now just bear in mind, and I just like to say this: of the total of twenty eight jerseys last season, fifteen were company sponsored. Only eight of them were sponsored by companies mm-hmm. that weren't already involved in the club. All the other jersey sponsors were uh, fans, groups. Um, you had the, the Exiles, the FCCB. You've got the, the 
the friends of the rebel army, uh, not the friends of the, 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 the Fockers, we call them. They're all uh, certain one person members. What's the thinking around, uh, from what I can see, is pricing ourselves out of a home player's jersey for just a group of um, two or three lads. I mean, it works out over 600 lads. Or I know it's 495 plus VAT, but most of us, we're not VAT registered. No one can claim it back. And so it, for us, it's 630 yeah. euros to, to sponsor a jersey this year. Yeah. Yeah. Again, it's like everything, you know, prices have gone up. The cost of running the club is up, I suppose. But with all due respect on that, is, and prices of the club have gone up, yeah, we understand that and the attendances will grow up and you know an owner who said they'd underwrite 850,000 what it looks to me is that I don't think you've thought about this uh, if you look at the end of last season there were I think seven jerseys still unsponsored most of them had gone mid-season half price we were like we, we were going to sponsor we we don't have 630 euros to sponsor a player this year you know and I I, I, get, I know okay. there's certain one like there's people out there and I know, I know them said they can't afford that. And I just like, would it not have been better to have 28 jerseys sponsored at 400 euros rather than 20 jerseys or 15 jerseys sponsored at 630? Yeah, that's was is the bit that I, I need to underwrite throughout the year that if I make a commercial decision as regards sponsorship pricing, I'll, you know, th- that decision has been made for me in the best commercial interests of the club. And if it doesn't work, we can go back and revisit it. But the, the, the opportunity there is that we need to create an increased pricing on, on, on sponsorship across the board. It's not the only thing that's going to be increased in price. Um, and that's not me looking to pull a fast one. That's just the simple reality of running the business part of the club. And I think you need to trust me on that part that I've looked at all my different numbers. I know what the budget is and the budget, the player budget now that we have, you know, is, you know, we, we Declan asked me the question about director of football, but the playing budget has gone up quite a significant amount, well over 10% on top of what I had agreed in the first place. Um, and that's for us to allow us to bring in some players that we feel can add to the team and help us push, basically. That's what we're trying to do. Okay. That's okay. I'm just, I, it was just something I noticed that, you know, the... I felt, you know, if you look at the back of the program, available to sponsor, available to sponsor, and you're looking at, you know, three months into the thing and it's it doesn't look great when there's still jerseys available to sponsor. And I just thought, you know, should we just blast them at four? Keep the, keep the price the same as last year. Just just sell them all or even drop them at 50 yeah. and sell everything. Makes it look much better. Makes it look like it's more of an exclusive package. So if I was to go sponsor someone, I look and I go, available to sponsor. No one buys these. They must not be worth it. Whereas if I open up the sponsor page and it's boom, every single home and away jersey is sold. Christ, I want in on this. Mm-hmm. That's that's my only thinking on it. And I, I just feel that the easy living suite of is going to go up in price as well. I know this hasn't been released yet, the, the commercial, so I'm not, I'm not going to talk much about it until those are released. We'll revisit that ourselves. Um, but look, that's, that's my own bit of uh, feedback on that. Can I just ask oh, a yeah, question sorry, though, Damien? Are you against... Price increases. I'm not against price increases. I am. Uh, I'm not against price increases. I do think because you look at two years ago when we were relegated, our prices were, were were that they they weren't reduced in price, so there was no change in value. Because even though we'd gone down a division, they stayed the same price. Now we've gone up. We went up, but we. we they, I think the price increase of ninety five euros, which is what's that? I mean, that's 
25% of it's a quarter, you know, it's a big price increase. Yeah. We are facing a cost of living crisis as well. Companies themselves are going to find it tough and as well as football clubs. But the way I always look at it is if you, if you make it look like it's more of an exclusive product that this, these are so, sorry, sponsorship is sold out. People are going to be like, what? These must be well worth it. Yeah, that, that's one way of looking at it. I suppose I'd probably challenge you back a little bit as regards because the simple fact of the matter is I've been through the numbers extensively um, and I suppose I have to trust my own judgment and price increases is always the hardest Absolutely, thing yeah. to want to put through in any business, okay? And we talk about, I understand that, you know, the, the, the crisis for everybody, but I can't get a plumber or a plaster to do the work in, in, in Turner's Cross. So, you know, so like I, I need, I need uh, to get some price increases through um, because there's serious investment going in on my side of the club. And that needs to be shared amongst everybody. And I won't be shying away from um, putting facilities in place. And I'm putting the facilities in place before you know, the season starts. I'm putting my money where I said my, I was going to put my money where my, my mouth is. Um, and I would hope that by the time the end of the season comes along, people will say, actually, do you know what? Fair play. You know, he did what, he's, what he said he's going to do. I, I, I feel that I've hit on the, the three key areas, uh, certainly as regards Turner's Cross. And then as regards playing budget, I've put a, just a significant amount of money going into player budget, okay? Um, which I hope, and we're, you know, there's still a couple more signings to come in. Um we're trying to get over the line. There's one very close and one more to be got then as well. Okay. Wayne. Wayne, you have a question. Yeah. Um, there's one question that came in loads. Um, and it's a, it's a big question really, but Glanmire training ground, like there's a grant there available and we need the FAI to kind of step in and give their side. But it's kind of a thing that long-term could be a legacy for you, you know, is it yeah. something you've looked at or is it something that can't go near or something like it's a possibility? Like, where are you with training ground? Uh, I've had meetings with uh, a building contractor firm and we are looking to... Yes, I've had conversations, okay? And if I've does a, another conversation needs to be had with somebody else in conjunction with that. When we talk about my legacy. So what I'm looking to do... And this is going to take a few years to, to get it done. I want to build a state of the art. I want, sorry, I want to have built a state of the art academy for Cork City that would be left. I'm hoping my idea is that it's going to be left in a trust or in a charity or something for the club, for the legacy of the club going forward. So that anybody who buys after me, Cork City for FC or Forest Ticket Rover, they can't sell that or do anything with it other than it has to be for the use of Cork City and anybody else that, you know, is football related or whatever as well. And there's a number of different partnerships required for that to happen. And that's, you know, possibly a building contractor, UCC maybe is an option um, to have a conversation there. Uh, the FEI is another option. That's the type of stuff that I'm trying to work on. It's a longer play, um, but I've already had a couple of conversations around that, but quite just T- tabletop conversations I recall rather than the there, was, there was actually a question they come in actually regarding about the academy and the whole lot and uh, it says Dermot's at Techno Club but um, but what plans do you have to see players leaving the club which will happen generate far bigger fees knock on clubs so yeah does your model involve multi-year contracts to safeguard the value of the players does it involve looking at which agents the club are prepared to deal with 
uh, is this work for a new director of football to look at with Liam Kearney, head of the academy? Does Dermot foresee the club committing to in future a definite percentage of future transfer fees are reinvested in the academy and training? Lots of people are, you know, it's all about the academy. Uh, and we, we can see with the, the transfers that have gone in the last yeah. couple of weeks, Franco. Yeah, and I've had a conversation with Liam Carney. Um, that was the last week of the week before last. Um, and Aina, and there's a, there's a, there's, we're, we're, there's a, we've had our first conversation. Uh, there's somebody coming down to meet us in a couple of weeks. Yeah, the week after next to have a conversation with us who has lots of experience in this area. And our plan is to, to do things a little bit differently going forward. Um, you know, the like the idea of, you know, there's a number of agents that we know we can work really well with um, and maybe having them present in front of academy players and families and stuff that we'd be looking to partner up with. Uh, and also, I would feel very strongly that we need to be creating what I would call competitive tension in any players that when people are interested that there's a number of clubs interested in these players and we can you know that that's when you can get the price of these players up and um, there always has to be probably a minimum level and uh, put into somebody's contract to make it reasonable and any player i'm not going to step stop any player going going to the uk or going to europe and um, that won't happen but we want fairness for ourselves, though, too, in that if, you know, academy players spend five or six years in the academy, you know, we would like to be recomp- recompensed for that above and beyond what the current fair play rules are. But the way we can do it is, you know, looking to bring in, looking to, looking to, looking to attract players to UK or European clubs and putting there were and almost marketing them to a point uh, without being cynical about it. But it's but it's just creating that um, because we do feel and we feel very, very strongly that we do have something to offer. Um, and we've obviously you can see with the number of players in the last few years that have gone to gone abroad, you know, it's it's it, it's a big club and it's a big academy and we need to be properly rewarded for that. So that is something that's very much on my on, I, on I my do believe radar. because we were obviously owned by four and clubs knew that you know oh god these ads will take anything um so it might be might be something that and we'd love to see a change where you know our players aren't leaving yes and no i yeah yes and no i don't fully agree with that to a point i i probably would have a few weeks ago but i probably am not so sure now um i do believe there's a lack of competitive tension um, between clubs looking for players and i think that's that's the way that we can address i think we have to be realistic about you know, I think we have to be fair to the players in the academy to put a reasonable amount of, you know, valuation on them. That's fair to them, but also fair to us as well, with a view to hoping to let them achieve their dream. And then at the same time, in the background, we need to be working to have, a, you know, a number of clubs at any one time being attracted to a number of different players. And I feel that can help us. Declan. My whole line of questioning has just been completely blown out of the water by Dermot in the last 10 minutes anyway, because I was going to get stuck about academy bases and full-time training structures and players going for nothing, and he's dealt with all that. So I guess all I have left is, can I go back to Pat Fenlon for a second and just ask, do you know, is he actually small or far away? Oh, move on. Um, so you've got to, you might see this guy standing up. It looks like he's about to commentate on a horse racing event, Dermot. That's, that's Dan, by the way. Well, how are we getting on? That's what I do by trade. 
It is, yeah. He's a horse racing commentator. But, um, Dan, do you have any questions? Uh, what's your favourite Usher song? <laughs> Move on. Well, Dan, that's you resigned to silence forever. Uh, okay, the, the we saw improvements. So the, the, you tweeted with... So the floodlights are put in. Was it the Munster FA put these in or was it something that the club uh, contributed? The MFA. Yeah, okay. MFA. Uh, and that. the scoreboard, yeah. is that you? The club, you'd be yourself. Okay. Me. Food options. Yeah. Tell me. Tell me. In, yeah. Tell me. I'm, I'm ready for good news. Uh, food options are currently, um, I think most of what was there last year is going to be going back in this year. Um, okay. I just have not had time to look at alternative food options. It's as simple as that. Um, so I think I will be reviewing a meeting. Unfortunately, I was, I was to meet Esther last week, who, lo- who looks after the um, the chipper vans and stuff. Unfortunately, her father passed away. So uh, condolences to her and her family. But I'm meeting her on Thursday and with a view to having a conversation around food. Uh, it's something for me that would be high on the agenda. I want to improve and have different food offerings. Um, but it's way too early in the, in the process for me at the moment to just to change everything straight away. I think, let me see how things go during the year. I think there's a minimum standard that I will be, insi- will be insist- insisting on, but I need to see what it's like during, during the course of this year. My understanding is that Esther came in last year and there was a marked improvement last year on what was there for the previous seasons before. That's what I that's my, my understanding. But I, until I go and taste the product myself, um, I'll come back and let you know in a few weeks. We can have a a, a, a burger tasting session if you want. To I won't say anymore. Um, yeah, look, different off- offerings from from that crew would be lovely. Um, Wayne, go ahead. You're you're ready for it. Yeah. Um, you've been around, you've been here around now for what, two months. Is there anything that surprised you, good and bad, or is there anything that shocked you, or upset you or anything different what to what you expected day one no i'll be honest with you like the reception i've gotten from everybody has been really really good i think in the club i think um they appreciate me coming in and i'm a driver and i like to get things done and i think i think certainly i made a point of for the first two weeks when I was around, I said yes to pretty much everything because I need to have a change of mindset within the staff. There's some absolutely brilliant, brilliant people working there. And there's a massive amount of hard work going on behind the scenes. And I think, you know, there's a lot of stuff where there's a lot of time wasted doing silly stuff that we just, we need to box off and, you know, organize the pitches is a massive one for us, massive one. Um, and that has a huge effect on the academy. We're all a little bit scattered at the moment and that simply won't change, I don't think. I can't see it changing until we get our own base somewhere. But we just need to maybe pre-plan a little bit better, a bit further out. But I think me coming in probably allows us to actually go and do that. Again, I probably describe myself as if you draw a circle, everybody is with, within the club, is within that circle. I'm on the outside probing and looking looking at different things going on and trying to support the staff that are in place because there really is good staff and again trying to give people ownership and direct ownership of let them come back to me with business plans and that's the way this has been working where there's a number of different parts of the club which we've done really really well and they said right can we actually improve on what we've done here and there's been a number of meetings every week um, and we've got some really really good ideas so I'm very happy with everything to be fair yeah is that, is that, are you okay with that, Wayne? You're happy with that? Yeah? Yeah. 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 Um, the couple of things that we're trying to work out, LOITV, um, do, you, do you have any information on that? Um, because we haven't, the, the FA haven't 
spread it, let anyone know what's going on yet. So it's going, it's to, be going to be a season, season ticket. ticket. So not paper match. Yeah. Okay, that's good. That's good. Yeah. Uh, thank you for that. Sponsorship deals. Are you still working on any new ones that we should be? Well, sponsorship deals is something that, that's ongoing. Um, I think apart from sponsorship deals, I think we're looking at a... I think there's a lot of corporate people who once they're once you come knocking on the door and you mention the word sponsorship, the word the answer is almost no before you you get yourself in the door. So I think what we're looking to do, and I've already booked uh, most of these events, so we're we've put into place a calendar of events in the second half of the year for the club. So one event is well, first of all, at the end of November, there's going to be a black tie called football so basically it's a it's a black tie ball and basically wear whatever you want on your feet and there's be spot prize for the best footwear and stuff like that and that's an end of year thing uh, to celebrate hopefully success in the club that's one thing that's going to happen at the end of the year there is a a home there's a home and away pre-match event going to happen for a Shamrock Rovers match so before a match home match in Turner's Cross there'll be an event before that match uh, where there will be uh, food and drink in not obviously in Turner's Cross and somewhere close by I hope um, and that'll be a, where people you can invite along so that companies can bring 10 staff along to an event and then there's going to be one an away version of that that was the reason I met the exiles as well obviously to see where they, those guys are at and there's obviously a lot of people from Cork live you know living in Dublin and are able to go to the away matches so we're looking to put on an event before Shamrock Rovers match where again similar thing where it'd be table of 10 you know pre-match food couple of free drinks that sort of thing and then we're also looking to have what else we're we looking to have we're looking at a golf day so there's a golf day has been booked I think it's for the 16th of August in Foda, and there's another one booked for the 26th of yeah, so June Dan, in Club. So we got um, that brochure, but we haven't spoken about it because I know it's not released yet. The, 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 so exciting, exciting, I must say. It's nice to see a Black Tie event being organised already uh, because we always say like this, it should have been done a long time ago. Now, these haven't been released yet. Um, I, I suppose I can't talk. I don't know when Paul's going to put these out, uh, but there are some very interesting um packages we'll say uh, for corporate um one of them of course is is an amazing package you should give us one of them to give away actually as a competition dharma that would be um the package f you should give us that one to give away on, on the other three makers um but so yeah so must credit and say great to see the black the black tie the football uh, it looks like an amazing event it's uh, golf day as well and, and i do know there's another event coming up soon as well uh, in february but I don't know if I'm allowed to talk about that because I got it's uh, some people got something and others didn't. Um, but no, I, I presume it's down to um, a sponsorship. So the Declan, before you disappear again, what, what, what? Hang on, what are we talking about here? We have there's an invitation event uh, on the 9th of February uh, in Cork, which. Um, it's basically it's, going to launch. It's the because I'm a hundred club member. Uh, you uh, know, I think that's that's what it is. Okay. Okay, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it was the one where you freaked out. Yeah, I'm going done with this yeah. club. So basically, um, <laughs> <laughs> we, 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 <laughs> it's funny because it's true. Yeah, it's 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 you have to have uh, you have to have the magic cards for that again. You know, the, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's, it's the magic. The, All right, look here, look. My, my magic. You can cause carnage as much as we can. So. Um, okay, j- just a quick one. Um, you spoke about marketing and merchandising. So, 
are you happy with the standards that our merchandising marketing has been? I think work is required in certain areas. And again, I just ha- literally, I just have not had time. It's one of these things where I have to get the first match of the season out of the way. And when I get the first match of the season out of the way, there's, there's lots of different things. There's a plan in place, you know, even, you know, for planning for next year. We have an issue, for example, in, in the, in the, um, as regards with, with, with the shop is and the location of the shop and stuff like that, that we, that all needs to be looked at going forward. Um, so I think there's work to be okay, done. Declan. Do, do, do you mean that out of our control or regards, you think it could be better? One, one part of it is out of our control, yeah, that we don't have a lease. Yeah. Are, are you thinking it's in a bad, lo- are you thinking it could be in a better location? I'd say, yeah, everything will be, everything is going to be reviewed. Everything. Declan. Darren, I just have two. You mentioned while you go the number of training pitches that were required to rent for academy teams, et cetera, et cetera. I'm just wondering, would you have a figure for the amount of money we spent renting pitches last year? Um, I have a good idea, yeah. Would you share it? No. No? Okay. It's we we, um, we, we get let the next four stage, We have to get all that information anyway, I think, don't we? So, yeah. <laughs> There's only going to be like four it's or five okay. of us at it, but it'll be good. It, that's a cost that's going to be there for the next number of years. Yeah. There is a serious, serious issue with capacity of training pitches. Serious issue. I'm just wondering if you know already the makeup of your board of management and if there will be a football element within that board of management or will it be purely, shall we say, a business background? You mean what's going to be on my board? Yeah. Do you know? Do you know the makeup of your board of management? Do you know who will be sitting? On yeah, that? I know. I know. The, I know the makeup of it. And yes, there is a football person on that. Okay, cool. Again, you don't want to share it, no. 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 Yeah. Hey, just, just a lot different. All will be announced. All will be announced in due course. Different interview this time. I'm telling you. You know, it's like. <laughs> Why do you think that way? What's different, way? Oh, you're definitely um, more uh, coy about us. I think this time more um, suspicious. <laughs> oh, I can, I'm, good, I'm good with people I can tell 100% this is yeah. hey, look it's you, fine you've look, listened to last week's you, pod we understand it's fine it's fine look, come here we're up and down the same way the club I, the same look, way the club I, one with us we're the same with the club so look it's, it's you You can ask you can ask questions as free as you want okay but there are certain questions I just I'm not in a position absolutely, to absolutely absolutely so yeah at this moment but all will be revealed yeah, uh, one like of the questions that I got, kind of got asked a lot was, will there be away buses going to matches this year, uh, maybe supported by the club? Um, I suppose that's a lot of the hardcore fan base going to those away matches, and especially because they're all kind of going to be in Dublin, really. Uh, is there anything the club can look at in that regard? I think what I've said, uh, and I've had a few people message me about this, the club will support, and when I say support, we will advertise family buses, but we won't advertise drinking buses or you know any of those type of buses so but it's really up to the fans the club are not be organizing buses uh to go to match days that's up to the fans to, fans to organize that we will advertise them on social media but it's family owned family buses no drinking buses basically what we will advertise yeah when um are you gonna advertise podcasts by <laughs> considering like commando has got advertising you know she might be doing her own it podcast. As good as ours. Uh, that's that's, official. that's yeah. not a real podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, see, 
We can have a we can have a we battle can see, of the podcast. We get to say things that you can't. So you know we, we ca- can't see Cork's winning awards. Like you'll, yeah, you'll have, you'll have all the inside information, but you won't. There's be a challenge. Listen, now, if you're looking it? for to a podcast host, you know, paid job might be available. It's fine. Or a producer. <laughs> uh, or a producer who hasn't done any producing yet, but anyway, just popped in. Um, that's because I'm not lit. Yeah, that's why you yeah. came in with that. Okay, we're hearing the deal. So are we putting players on two-year deals now? Uh, you don't have to go into the ins and outs of it, but is this something that the club are looking at? A longer two, three-year de- contract, uh, securing the player. Um, you know, are Wimbo and Tunde, are they on one-year deals? Is, is Sadorf, are we still looking at him? So what way have you changed and looked at the, the players' contracts, etc.? Well, the players called it. No, no, nobody was. No, everything was one-year deals at the moment, and the reason for that was that I was under. I am underwriting all players that we've brought in over and above the forest budget. So there was no way that I was going to underwrite for two years, not one year. So that was that was the reason why that happened. Going forward, you know that type of thing we we will look, we will absolutely look at. Yeah, I think you've got everything here. Don't, is the shed? Is, is someone saying the shed is going eighteen plus? Is that? There was a rumor. Um, there will be some changes in the shed area, yeah, a specific part of the Any shed. Any more area. information? Um, I just think that my, you know, feedback from last year was the experience for some people attending those matches in that area wasn't great. So I think we're looking to try to deal with that. Uh, speak to yeah. Connor Hallen and Dave Alton about a proposal that went a bit belly up a few years ago. Um, just there was. Um, what was that? It, it was about making the shed. It, was it was it a was it a paid section win or was it they made it over eighteen or it was paid, wasn't it? I, I can't. It was one of those two. It was something like that where they went. I'm not. Sure. I, I don't know because you, you can't really say it unless you know. You can't really say something that we're not sure. I do know the commandos at the time. Um, they, they were putting together some group and it was going to be a certain section and it, it came out wrong and there was there was there was just it wasn't received very well. Uh, I think there was a bit of a mix-up between the two. Right. Okay. Well, I've, I've met the commandos myself, so I, that was a that was a good experience. So, you know, there's some obviously some stuff yeah. to do at match yeah. night experience. Um, they, they, they got a retweet. Indeed, and and, and oh, here we go on this one. So he, he's very upset we don't get a retweet uh, because because we are sponsors. But anyway. commandos are having a, a raffle to to generate money to bring in uh, to to for, for match night experience, yeah. and that's the whole thinking around changing the shed around myself, is it? No, it's just right. the okay. <laughs> Um have we, have we got everything now? Did we do everything now? Is there anything else that we mightn't have said, Dermot? Do you use this two minutes as like a political speech for uh, for our millions of listeners? Um, I'm trying to think. Is there anything I want to dig a hole for myself with? Or, or pull us over? No, I think I'm Wait, done. You said this. This is wrong. I <laughs> saw um, everything. No, I'm looking forward to this. I'm looking forward to the season ahead. I think it's it going to be must good. Have... It'll be exciting. Um, I definitely think um, the commercial packages that you know those uh, events that you were talking about, D- Damien, really, 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 really need support on those. It's big part of my budget going forward, and I'm asking for a lot to do a little, if that makes sense. And it's very much, yeah, it is down to corporate things. So anybody that's working, um, 
in a company or has their own business or whatever, I think it's something really good to try and get behind the club. You're going to get something back out of it. I think that's really important because that, that's been my own experience of sponsorship um, or events and stuff like that as well, but that you feel you're getting value for money. And that's that I feel they've been appraised accordingly. And then there's options to contribute towards the, the men's and the women's section of the clubs as well, which need to, they've to, they've to, walk on their own two legs too but there's some really good work going on behind the scenes a lot of time being put in for very little yeah so the some of them packages do have women's patronage and uh, academy patronage built into them yeah I'm, we're not going to recruit them because i know this commercial yeah. brochure hasn't been kind of launched yet it, there's plenty of information in it and I, I, I do you have any information when it's actually when can we start talking about that about the commercial brochure i know but we're talking about any, it now you gritty because someone actually only messaged me tonight going how much is it to sponsor a men's jersey? So it's not out there yet, you see. So, it, um, all right, okay, yeah. But I encourage everybody to try and look. We we can turn this as a negative if we want to, but I think for you guys as true supporters of the club, need to look at things with a bit more of a positive yeah, angle. Yeah, but sorry, Dermot, Dermot, the, the, the brochure yeah. hasn't been released yet. Like, why isn't it on the website? So, if we want to be positive, like we got it last week. We sponsored six yeah. five players last year. And like no one got in touch yeah. until last week, and now we're saying we got to be positive. Yeah. But it was not even been released yet properly, so yeah. how can people be positive or something? We can't even talk about it because the last okay. thing we did, we got a bollock okay. out of it, and now people are saying like they're yeah. saying we're positive when there's good things to talk about, and we've been positive. But this yeah. is kind of annoying now because like I'm just getting the impression this season that the club are very standoffish now. Like we can be positive, we can be no, negative, but we always tell happened, the truth. What's happened there around? Okay, what's happened there around the advertising sponsorship piece is that if that money comes in before the the handover, I have to pay seven and a half percent stamp duty on all those monies. Okay, so that's why there's been a delay in sending out money uh, stuff for sponsorship. Okay, good to know that then. <laughs> all right. <laughs> But we are, but it's just a noise. When we are a positive podcast, it's just sometimes we have to say it how it is. And the club are well, the club before, yeah. before yourself now, right? The club are well able to tell us stuff to get it out there. Just before you know, so I'm not going to put you in on this shit. They to, no, I'm just, we can cut this after. I couldn't give a shit. But all I'm saying is they told us stuff if they wanted it out there. But if we needed to hear stuff that either made us look like fools or the wrong information, Nothing was given. So there has to be a bit of give and take too. Listen, we're, we're going to leave you head off. Cork City are currently playing at the moment uh, against Castleview in the Munster Senior Cup. And uh, Does anyone want to know the score? Yeah, go for it. Will I tell you what it is? It's one all at half time. Ethan Varian getting the goal well done, lads. Uh, against oh. um, they're playing Castleview. So Ethan Varian getting the goal there on that one. Dermot, thank you very much for coming yeah, on. I'm sure, I'm sure there has been a hell of a journey the last couple of weeks and you know a lot more things than you probably imagined first day and and uh, i'm sure you're desperate to get the first game of the season out of the way against bows on the 17th of february uh, so thank you for joining us on this monday evening thank you very much mr Dermot, for everybody no problem thank great to be on thank you 
And there you go, everybody. Uh, Cork City owner, Dermot Usher. Th- uh, thanks very much for him to be joining us on this Monday evening. And uh, we will uh, see you in part two, Toe Tapper. Hey, Toe Tappers. Become an elite supporter of your favourite podcast by signing up to our Patreon. For as little as two euro a month, you can help us to continue to bring you all your favourite Cork City FC news and fun. Imagine life without Liam Bossen. Imagine not hearing Commie Watch. Well, it's time to stop being a tight arse and sign up to one of our five tiers. Each tier has different perks for you. Click the link on totap.ie or head to patreon.com forward slash totap. We're broke and poor and need your hard-earned cash. Back to part two, Toe Tapper. Um, a couple of bit of comedy watch actually. We might we. The Cisco Army Watch on the other three Army Girls podcast. All kill our supreme leader. Their motives. We should have had that as his walk on music. Go mad now. I'm going mad. Um, where are we? So the website, and I think you spoke about that, that the website's having a bit of a look. We've, we've sponsors on our website, which is a bit, we've adverts, isn't it, Wayne? It's, it's a bit, it's a bit, no, like, isn't it? Sorry, I didn't hear the question. The website, or the CC, the Cork City website, it's, it's, it's. Yeah, it's dated. It is, isn't it? But not even dated. But, but like, of course, there's a possibility to make it amazing. Yeah, they're looking at if that. They they're to. looking at that at the moment. Let's look at a positive angle of all this. Uh, they're looking at that at the moment. Um, I think. Look, I think all the comedy watch has been covered actually by Dermot Usher, uh, and thank you to everyone who sent in their questions and stuff. There, Declan, you, you're you're quite impressed that there's a plan yeah, for the academy, yeah. is it? I mean, it's what I wanted it to do, you know. So it's what I wanted to hear. So it's good to know that plan is in place. The upside of it is is obviously huge. Obviously, he said it's going to take years, and we don't mind that. But it's just the fact that it's been looked at. There's a plan in place. He no, realizes that we do need a permanent base, and he realizes that we need to get more money and benefits out of those academy players when they leave. And and that's that's all I that's all I wanted to hear. To be honest with you, can I make a point here? Um, it was cut out last it's season. Permanent. Last episode. It's permanent, permanent. It's not permanent, and we we did hear it after the second time. It's just Dickie cut it out last yeah, week. Yeah, permanent. Okay, one 0 we lost against Dundalk. Uh, this is at the weekend, so I was actually away in the Netherlands uh, for the weekend. Does anyone have any info on this game? It was close. All right. Wayne, you have any info on this game? We lost one nil. Um, it was is it Seedorf back? Is it, or is that Seedorf? <laughs> um, I believe it's Sedorf. We won. We lost one nil. Okay, they score after thirty seconds, and I heard we played decent enough. But there was we, we did have a man in the field, but uh, we lost communication after about thirty minutes. Who's the man in the field? Uh, oh, is he an insider? Insider, okay. yeah. You know, can't oh, say who. Um, Thanks, Dermot. So yeah, look, we didn't get <laughs> we didn't get hammered. So Tunde uh, Oalabe. I love it. Tonda. Uh, was injured in that match. Do we know much to the extent of the injury, guys? 
I'm sure the injury, but we know he uh, he was out of uh, that game anyway. Uh, Vimbo was class, it says here. Yeah. I'm not sure who wrote that. <laughs> we didn't see the game. Well, but. here's what it says. It says... Oh, no. Our, no our man in the field said he was. Oh, yeah. So it says Alvin Vimbo uh, was class. And then because of it, issues with pronunciation, it says Swedish V and O is U. Uh, it is an apostrophe then. That's why when, when you go to Scandinavia and a, and a shot goes wide, it's ooh. Whereas when we miss a shot, it's oh. I've never noticed that. So, well, next time you watch foreign football, listen okay, to Okay, uh, Joe O'Brien Whitmarsh starts his third game in a row. Do we think, is he, is he penciled in it's for... interesting, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, he's, he started all three of the pre-seasons. Uh, but uh, if we went back last year... Did Frank Ume start all three pre-seasons? Marco Manny may have. And um, by the way, guys, we, we were moaning earlier on about um, players going abroad. We wish Marco Manny and Frank Ume and anyone else Absolutely. that leaves the very, very best of luck. You know, that's a massive one where we're not, uh, just because because we're not happy we didn't get enough money, but we, we genuinely wish you all the best of luck. Wayne? Big thank you to Marco Manny who became a patron the day he left You're the club. not supposed to say that, patrons. Oh yeah, well, should we give a patron a shout out? Why not? We give a, what? Why not? Yeah. So thank you, Mark. Yeah, thank you, Mark. Thank you. Um, yeah. Our, I, we would call him our number one patron though, will we? Is he number one patron, is he? I think he's going to have We to will be. have a patron shout out next week. We're going to get Dan to do a patron shout out in the form of a horse race, okay? Every single patron uh, will be mentioned by Dan with, uh, whilst riding bareback. Um... <laughs> No, it's not. You're okay. Um, so look, um, City are playing tonight in the Munster Senior Cup. Castleview, uh, it was one all. Ethan Varian getting his first goal, uh, which was nice to see. Uh, so that was that one. Is it still on? It's still on, I think. Do we have anything else to pick up on as before we head off? No, it's all good for me. How about Galway away next Friday night? Galway away? Yeah, Galway away Friday night. What? Aim in DC Park. In the league? How can I be in a different division Jesus to us? Are we playing a friendly yeah. against Galway, are we? <laughs> okay. Yeah. So All right. We have Galway away and then we have Cove at home the following Friday night. So you've got to start to expect, I guess, that whatever about the Galway side, the team that plays against Cove the following week will surely be the pretty close to the, the, the team that will start it against Bowes the following week then, yeah? I guess we'll uh, we'll have to find out. With those questions we'll bring on next week, I think we're done, lads. I think we're done, aren't we? I just want to say final words. Final words. Declan, any last words? It's a bit early in the year for last words, isn't it? Because there's not much happening. But um, let's just say, look. Yeah, there's no last words yet. So. <laughs> yeah, look, I mean, it's just. We're, we're nearly there we're nearly to the season you know the Cove game is obviously the one we're all going to make hopefully and looking forward to that looking forward to the season it's very very interesting that we're now bringing players in from abroad you know season long loan deals for guys from the top division in Denmark so that's all positive that's all good stuff and we just have to see where it goes and where it takes us during the season you know but looking forward to it looking forward to it now Dan uh, I know your, your microphone cable just fell out, so that's why I'm putting pressure on you now. Uh, I was in Amsterdam at the weekend, actually, and I went to visit Anne Frank's house. 
And it actually looks better than where you're standing at the moment. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're going to have to get you Don't something. Join the treadmill. Is that what that is? I was looking at it. It looked like it's something from the Starship Enterprise or something. I was like, what is that? You should, do, you should do, turn it on and do live, go live on the pod on the treadmill. Is, is it plugged in? Uh, I can plug it in. Do plug it in there for us for a second. Uh, I'll, I'll go to Wayne's last words, and then you're going to finish out the pod whilst running on a treadmill. Uh, Wayne, um, give us your last words, Wayne. <laughs> Look, positive outlook. I'm looking forward to seeing the new players, the Swedish lads, and um, see where we go. Um, that's my last words, yeah. Not much else to say. Okay, everybody, and for myself, Damien, I'm going to leave you with Dan. Dan is going to say goodbye to everybody in the pod uh, and do the whole retweet and all that stuff whilst on a treadmill. Turn it on, Dan. Did you hear that? Yeah, I can hear it. Do you want to just speed it up there first? And speeding. Oh, faster. We'll start off speed six, six, six. Speed six. Okay, here we go. Speed six. Dan. It's walking, isn't it? Dan. Okay we'll, we'll, okay, we'll go quick. We're going to 12. That's 12 kilometers an hour now. That's fucking... All right, Dad. A bit faster. I, I've been training. Just a small bit faster, Dad. <laughs> All right. Uh, if you want to retweet out the pod, I'm at the other three weeks. Uh, so, I'm not sure the fan there. Our Instagram. <laughs> 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 Share Best thing ever. What's the runner's height? I dad, I dad, do you want to say just thank you to everybody at Dermot Usher? Uh, thanks to everyone. Thanks to Dermot Usher. Uh, thanks to you, Len. Thanks, Dad. Thanks very much. Very do you want to say adios to everybody, Dan? Uh, adios, can, everyone. Can you turn it up a small bit faster and then just say adios? Uh, okay, well, uh, I just ignore it, Matt. I can run the inside. Hold on, hold on. It does go faster. <laughs> <laughs> We're at 14 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Oh, we're at 15. 16. We're going into hyperspace. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the other three Amigos podcast. 15 kilometers an hour. <laughs> Thanks for listening to the other three Amigos podcast. Adios, Amigos. Adios. Bye. <laughs> ciao, ciao, ciao. Bye, Dad. We can't stop it. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Jump off the fucking thing. Oh, Dan. I'm going to press stop. Adios. That's the word in the back, though, that's, that's our headliner, anyway. They're straight away. Um, it's not stopping, I swear. Adios, amigos. The other three amigos podcast with Damien Shreenan, Wayne Mullins, and Declan McCormack. Three lads, one podcast. <laughs>